I've got a word. It's titled The Anointed Ones. And my prayer, my hope tonight is that each and every one of you would know that God is calling you unto himself and he wants to anoint you. He wants you to know tonight that you've been chosen, chosen by God, that you have not been left behind. You are not on the outside of God's plan and purpose. You belong to him. You are loved. You are loved by God in such a way that he gave us his only son, Jesus, who went to a cross to die for you and I. And that should get you excited to know that you are loved that much, that God gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's good news. That's the reason why I praise God. But there's so much that comes with that. There's so much that comes with that good news. There's so much that comes with that incredible truth that Jesus died on the cross. You and I are given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, that's power given to you. That's protection given to you. That's blessing given to you. That's empowerment given to you. There's so much that comes with this good news. There's a great story in scripture that reminds us that we are the anointed ones, called by God, chosen by God, because of this incredible gift of salvation. I love going back to Old Testament scripture because it always reveals to me the truth of the good news that we find in knowing who our Savior is, Jesus. I want you to go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 16 if you got your Bible. And if you got your Bible, say amen. We need to continue to grow and be a people that know God's word. And even if you're visiting tonight, and even if you're just trying to feel it out and you're just trying to check things out, I encourage you to download a Bible app so that you would experience this incredible truth because the word of God is good news to you. It's good news to your soul. It's the best thing you could do with your time. It's reading God's word. I said it's the best thing that you could do with your time. Some of you might head home tonight and binge on Netflix, but I want to encourage you that whatever you watch on TV tonight, it can't compare to the truths that God wants to reveal to you in Scripture. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying for you to abandon your Netflix series, and maybe there's a couple of your Netflix series that you shouldn't be watching at all. But if you, if you want to know what's going to work for you and how you're going to work through or work out whatever you got to deal with on Monday through the rest of the week, you're going to find it right here in God's word. If you, if you need a reminder, if you need a reminder tonight of how much you're loved, you're going to find it in God's word. If, if you need to know that you're saved and, and set free and it, there's this amazing grace for you, you're going to find it in God's word. If you need to know tonight that you're loved with this unconditional love, love that will never fail you, love that will never abandon you, a love that will chase you down no matter where you go, you can find it in God's word. This is why the word of God is so important. So I hope by now you've downloaded the app. I hope by now you've opened up your word. Can I get an amen if somebody got their Bible open with me tonight? Glory to God. First Samuel chapter 16, beginning with verse one. Verse one, you got it? Say amen. 
This is so good. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve over Saul since I have rejected him from being king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel said, how can I go? Saul hears it, he's going to kill me. And the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, that's like a small cow, a female cow. Take this cow with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord and invite Jesse to the sacrifice. I will show you what you shall do and you shall anoint for me him who I declare to you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him trembling and said, do you come peaceably? In verse five, you got verse five, say amen starting to get good. And he said, peaceably, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked on Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Turn to somebody real quick and, and tell them the Lord looks on the heart. Verse 8, you with me? Say amen. amen. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by and he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. And Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen these. Then Samuel said to Jesse, all your sons here? And he said, well, yeah, there remains yet the youngest. But behold, he's keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and get him, for we are not going to sit down till he comes here. And he sent and brought him. Now, this kid was ruddy and had beautiful eyes. It means he had a good, a good presence about him and he was handsome. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, meaning the brothers were standing there while the little brother was getting anointed. And the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward and Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. This is an incredible story, but I'm going to unpack this a little bit so that you would know that you are the anointed ones if you would put your faith in God and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. This is going to be good news. Now, there was this prophet, Samuel, as we just read. There was this man, Saul, who at one point was the king, but Saul rejected God. And when Saul rejected God, God removed his hand off of Saul. And God came to this prophet, Samuel, and said, it's time for you to anoint a new king. And Samuel was like, but I can't go over there because if the old king finds out that I'm going to try to anoint some other king, that he's going to try to kill me. So how you expect me to go do that? And God was like, hey, calm down, relax, Samuel. What I want you to do is just go into town and tell them, listen, I'm just going to just do a sacrifice unto the Lord. Would everybody like to join me? And he was like, oh, okay, that works. So he shows up with the little cow and he invites this guy named Jesse. And he brings, and Jesse comes with not eight of his sons. Jesse comes with seven of his sons. Meaning Jesse had decided that there was one son who wasn't worth being anointed. Jesse shows up with seven of his good looking boys. Samuel's standing there. 
And Samuel sees the first one. And when Samuel sees the first one, Samuel goes, Woo, man, that's a good-looking kid. It's interesting how even the prophet had a preference. But men and women have preferences based upon the outward appearance. Maybe some of you have been passed over based upon your outward appearance. But I want you to know tonight that God's not going to pass you over based on your outward appearance. Samuel was like, ooh, that, that, that brother looks good. I mean, he's standing about six foot six, you know what I'm saying? He's been working out, Gold's Gym, Planet Fitness, all of the above. I mean, he's just, that's a good looking brother. Surely he has to be the one because he just looks the part. And then God has to speak to him. He says, no, no, I'm not. I'm a, man looks on the outward. This is what God's, I can imagine God just standing, just his voice just raining down on Samuel. Like, I don't care about the outward part. I need to know if there's somebody whose heart is committed to me. I don't look on the outward. I'm not impressed by your clothes. I'm not impressed by your, by your, by your career status. I'm not impressed by the fact that you shop on Fifth Avenue. I'm not impressed that you're in the gym all day, every day. I'm not impressed by the fact that you cut out carbs. What I want to see is a heart surrender to God. The heart. The heart. Our hearts surrendered to God. Our hearts completely, fully given to who God is as the only true God. You want to see change? You want to experience an anointing? And I'm going to, I'm going to explain what that is in a few minutes. But God looks on the heart. And some of us, we run around trying to get ourselves together. And God saying, you don't got to get yourself together. Just have a heart that's surrendered to me. Put your faith in me because I'm going to get everything together. That's what God does. So Jesse's like, okay, okay you, you, don't, you don't want my oldest boy? All right. Um, wow. Okay, I'll bring you another one because, you know, me and mama, you know, we had quite a few boys, you know, so. How about this one? And God says, no. And the third one comes out. Shama. And God's like, eh. <laughs> Four more pass through. I mean, could you imagine them all just like, yo, it wasn't you, bro, it's me. <laughs> and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and Samuel's like, none of them. Hey, hey, Dad, do you have any, bo any other boys left? Like, get any more kids? And Jesse's like, yeah. Like, the youngest, like the smallest, the one that I've already concluded is not going to be nothing, the one that I've just kind of assumed is never going to amount to any type of success, which is why I just decided not to even bring him in here. And it's amazing how Jesse is such a reflection of still what we're dealing with with fathers today. Maybe some of you have been made to feel less than. Maybe some of you didn't make roll call when it was time to be blessed. Yeah, but... 
the, 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 but he, he keeps the sheep as if his job status had anything to do with God's blessing and anointing on your life. Your job status, your part-time job, your career has nothing to do with what God wants to do in your life. Your position and status in accordance to what man considers as worthy, as valid, as achievement has nothing to do with what God wants to do in your life if you adjust your heart, surrender to Jesus. And I love this moment with Samuel because I believe that God spoke to him clearly in life. Tell everybody to stand up in the room. Because the one that's been ruled out is the one that is going to reign. The one that's been cut off is the one that I'm going to lift up. The one that's been rejected is the one that I'm going to elevate. The one that's been passed over is the one that I'm going to bless. The one that is out with the sheep is the one that I'm going to call to be king. The one that feels less than is the one that God's going to lift up. Bring that boy in here. All of you stand up because God's about to do something. Everybody stand up. No, not you. In a few minutes. I imagine this moment just David coming in, not even knowing or expecting anything because what happens is, is you're able to live a life without these expectations of, of achievement and success because expectations are fulfilled completely when you surrender your life to God. You miss that. A lot of times we struggle with these expectations in life, these, these efforts to achieve, these efforts to, to gain or earn our approval amongst men. But expectations come to a complete rest when our hearts are surrendered to God and we are completely validated and affirmed in Christ Jesus who went to a cross and died for you and I. When Jesus died on that cross, you and I were given a new identity. That new identity says, you know what? I don't care whether you watch sheep. I don't care whether you work at Starbucks. I don't care whether you work at McDonald's. I don't care whether you do maintenance down the block. I don't care what your job is. But let me affirm you right now. It is in Jesus that you are made a new person. And when Jesus touches you, you are blessed, empowered, and anointed. You are the anointed ones. You're the anointed ones. You're the anointed ones for every heart open to receive. And David just comes in. He's just like, I, I don't know what's going on. I do know this. I, I love God. I do know this. My heart, my life is committed to him. I might not look the part, but I'm ready. And Samuel pulls out the oil, pours it over his head. And the oil... The oil is symbolic of the power that we receive, the power of God. You know, the, 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 the origin of anointing actually comes from just an, an, old, an old procedure that shepherds would do to, to keep the lice and the insects off the sheep because the lice and the insects would get into the wool of the sheep. And so the, the old school way 
uh, of trying to keep those lice and insects getting into the ears of the sheep would be to pour oil over their head so that the lice and the bugs, the insects would slide off because if the lice and the insects would get into the ears, it could kill the sheep. And so the oil anointing the sheep was a a representation of protecting them, blessing them, empowerment so that those sheep could have life. Isn't it interesting that the one who was called to be anointed was the one who watches sheep? Isn't it? Y'all got to stay with me. Isn't it interesting that out of the lineage of David would come our risen Savior, Jesus? Isn't it interesting that Jesus is the good shepherd? Isn't it interesting that the good shepherd wants to anoint each and every one of us? Isn't it interesting that this same pattern of anointing oil still is able to be bestowed upon you and I, that we would be blessed, that we would be protected, and that we would be empowered? But now we don't have to wait in a line anymore to be anointed. You want to know why? Because now we receive the anointing through the power of the Holy Spirit that's been given to us through the finished work of Jesus who went to the cross. I'm not waiting in line no more. I just put my faith in Jesus and I've got that anointing and I've got that protection, that empowerment and that healing touch that comes from God because some of you are hurting and broken because you've been left out. You see, I want want you to know tonight that everyone gets the opportunity to be anointed. You know, I love love this this moment in Scripture. He comes in. The Bible says that the Lord says, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. And, And then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. In the midst of his brothers. Little younger brother standing there and everyone who looks like they should be the ones that should get all the success suddenly are looking at the one who's been anointed. Some of you are still trying to figure out a way to prove your worth amongst your peers. Still trying to prove your worth amongst family. Still trying to prove your worth amongst co-workers. Still trying hard to impress your boss. And meanwhile, you're just getting more and more angry. Uh-huh. Still waiting for that raise. Still trying to get ahead. Still trying to get past the other man or beyond the other person. The only way you'll truly be elevated is if you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. The only way you'll truly be able to make a stand amongst enemies, amongst those who hate on you, those who have rejected you, is to surrender your life to Jesus and receive this incredible gift of the Holy Spirit that will empower you and fill you. Some of you have been trying way too long in your own strength to get back at somebody else. But you have lost a lot of time in the effort to try to do things in your own way. Stop worrying about other people around you and just receive this incredible gift of empowerment that comes from the Holy Spirit. Allow God to anoint you this evening and trust that God will order your steps and you won't have to worry about those around you anymore. (laughs) 
The only way the battle can be the Lord's is if your life is surrendered to the Lord. The only way the battle, the only way the battle can be won, experiencing the victory that you hope for, is a surrendered life to Jesus. It's a surrendered life to Jesus, committed to his will, your heart, fully surrendered to God. I want everyone here to experience the anointing. But first, there has to be a surrender. And when there's a surrender, when there's a yes to Jesus, then we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You can't do life out these doors without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Meaning you can't do life without the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And some of you might even still attempt to walk out these doors and say, no, I'm just going to try to figure it out my way as to how to move up the ranks of the other seven that are in my way. But tonight, are their hearts completely open and surrendered to God? I want you to experience the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the power, the protection, the comfort, the healing that comes from the Holy Spirit, the fullness of the Holy Spirit, to be able to withstand every attack that comes your way, to know that you've been called, to know that you've been chosen, to know that you're free in the name of Jesus. Hey, this, listen, this, this is our prayer tonight. It's simply this. God, I surrender my heart completely to you. God, anoint me by the power of your Holy Spirit. A lot of times we think, oh, man, uh, anointing, I don't, even, I don't know what that is. And, you know, and yes, we still anoint people with oil. It's symbolic of what the Holy Spirit does. That's all it is. It's symbolic. But tonight, you can, you can come down here up front, and you can say, God, anoint me. God, I surrender my life. God, I put my faith completely in you. I want to be an anointed believer. I want to be an anointed saint. I want to be an anointed individual that's filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to walk out here the same way I came in. I want to know the anointing of the power of the Holy Spirit working in me and through me. I want you, God, to elevate me. I want you, God, to lift me up. I want to know the power of the Holy Spirit working in me and through me. You're able to walk out of here not ordinary, but extraordinary. You're able to walk out of here, not in the natural, but in the supernatural. I don't know about you, but I want to live a supernatural life. The natural is a little boring for me. I want to experience God in a supernatural way. I want that anointing oil poured over my head. The pouring, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That's what that is. Pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father. I thank you for your son, Jesus, who you gave to me to die for my sins. Jesus, thank you for going to the cross. You paid my sin debt. You rose again on the third day. 
I put my faith in you and I believe you are my savior. Lead me and guide me. I know now I am a new person in Christ Jesus. I received the gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit. God, I ask you to bless me, protect me, and empower me with the gift of the Holy Spirit. I believe this now by faith in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, amen and amen.